Welcome to Run This World. My name is Nicole DeBoom. I'm a former pro athlete turned entrepreneur. Each week, I'll bring you insights and inspiration from some of the world's greatest visionaries who will help you run your world in ways that you didn't even realize were possible. All in the framework of the amount of time it takes for the average person to run a 5K. That's 36 minutes and 38 seconds, give or take a mile. We often go long, so get ready. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's get this workout started. Hey everyone, I hope you're having a great day. It's a new day over here for sure. I am fresh off a whirlwind of activities that started right after the new year. It's been crazy. I've literally been home for three days from an incredible surf and yoga retreat in Costa Rica with Women's Quest. My friend Colleen Cannon founded that great company. She's on a former podcast too. You have to check hers out. Um, And while down there, we threw in a bunch of photo shoots and my surfing progressed to another level. I mean, it's not like I'm carving up and down waves, but I'm catching real waves and learning how to feel on a board. So cool. My instructor was like, they are starting. They are learning. Over there, they are trying, but we are surfing. I loved it. Um, And I'm going to interview him, my instructor, Ishmael uh, Araya, for a future podcast. So more on that little story later. Um, But one of my other early 2019 highlights was coordinating the Skirt Sports Spring Studio Shoot. So when we do studio, um, you know, there's some logistical, technical stuff you have to shoot with the product, but this one was really special because this one was really the culmination of my creative vision for our brand direction this year and for some really killer new products, which we're going to talk about. So while coordinating all the details of a shoot is not really in my wheelhouse and okay, uh, really anything with details is not really in my wheelhouse. Some of you can probably relate. Uh, The energy, the fun, and the final product, the final images, the final assets, You know, what we got out of this was totally worth the effort. So one of the collections that we spent some serious time on is our new line for women who wear sizes 1X, 2X, and 3X. Some companies refer to this uh, kind of product as plus sizing or extended sizing. We prefer not to call it out, but simply refer to the fact that we now offer sizes that include even more women. I'm so proud of that. Um, At the end of the shoot, four of our models who modeled for this collection sat down and we got to talk about all things empowering. So over the past few years, it has hit me that the old definition of a sponsored or featured athlete has changed dramatically. And I should know because I used to be a sponsored athlete who made money because of my great race results. But today, brands are discovering that winning races is not necessarily the end all. Um, And as the leader of skirt sports, I realized long ago that it's so much more powerful to showcase real women's stories from all the different places in the pack. So today's podcast is about strong, empowered, imperfect women. 
I actually believe like imperfect is the new perfect. (laughs) Um, And these women are moving their lives forward in positive ways, but and they're doing it while learning from and supporting each other, which makes this even more special. So they're all featured women in the launch of our new collection for women who wear sizes 1X to 3X. So get ready here to meet Katie Kelly, Jen the Rockstar Zabo, Jill Angie, aka Not Your Average Runner. We did podcasts before with her. And in her fifth appearance, record-breaking fifth appearance on the pod in three years is the amazing Myrna Valerio, the Myrnavator. Okay, before we start, I want to make sure you use the special 20% discount I have for you on the new collection or on anything else in the line. It works on anything. So new styles are dropping almost every day, and it's just an incredible spring line. It's so weird to me that we introduce spring in January. It's bizarre, but that's how that's how the fashion world works. So use the code RUN20 to get that 20%. You can do it at skirtsports.com or in our Boulder store. All right, now that you have your codes and you got your mojo ready, let's get rolling. Oh my gosh, we're here. We're ready. You just heard a little snippet from one of our four guests today. This is amazing. We're doing an on-set podcast. Now, this podcast has been going on for a long time. We've got four beautiful women sitting around, but I'm doing something new today. We just wrapped a photo shoot for Skirt Sports' new collection for women who wear sizes 1X, 2X, and 3X, and it's been absolutely amazing and empowering. And um, what I wanted to do was sit around and talk about cool shit. (laughs) I want to talk about ourselves. I want to talk about our bodies. I want to talk about all kinds of things that relate to us as being women athletes in the bodies that we own and have and how we've come to accept them. So today you're going to hear from a lovely lady named Miss Katie Kelly, who I keep calling Kelly Katie, but she's really Katie Kelly. She's got one of those crazy double names, like one of those mass murderers. What's going on here? And then, you know, sitting next to her is the lovely motivator who you've already heard like 500 times on my podcast. She's like my most frequent guest. But I mean, who doesn't want to hear from the motivator? And then we've got Jill Angie. Jill has already been on the show. We've done some dual podcasting. And then we've got Newbie, but you've seen her a lot in my videos. If you follow any of that crazy fitness stuff we do, she's a Jen Rockstar Zabo. So we're going to do what we can in about 30 minutes or so. And what I want to do is open up with letting you hear each of their voices. They're going to give you a quick snippet about who they are, why they're here, why they want to be involved in this project with Skirt Sports. So let me pass it right over to our first lovely guest, Miss Katie Kelly. Hello. Um, I am very excited to be a part of this project, the 1X3X line, because I uh, love skirt sports and what it stands for. It stands for empowering all types of women, not just, you know, the size zero Nike model that you see in a catalog. Um, It empowers all ages of women, um, ranging anywhere from teenager to... 109 and up um you know it's it's very empowering and it's i like to surround myself with 
people who build each other up and I like to help build others up as well. So we're passing the mic a little bit. So you're going to hear some fuzziness and delays as it goes around the room. This is Nicole again. Katie, I love what you said. You hit on something right off the bat, which was it's about people. I mean, we wouldn't be here if we weren't finding and drawing love and inspiration from the people around us. So on that note, I'm going to pass it to someone that I know I personally love and appreciate, Myrna. Hey, what's up, y'all? Um, <laughs> my name is Myrna Valerio, also known as the Myrnavator, and uh, I am also very, very, very excited to be part of this launch of what I think is a really, really revolutionary thing um, in the industry. Of course, there, you know, there are lots of companies that have um, a plus size line or some options for people who wear um, sizes 1X to 3X, but I think that the energy that has gone into this particular collection, the, the, the research, the the love, the insight that has gone into this collection is really very different from anything else I've seen um, in the industry, and uh, you know, and I've had the opportunity to try all kinds of different things, but there is no other company that aligns so closely with my own personal ideology um, of inclusion, of making sure that we are breaking down those barriers um, that women have have typically been confronted with in terms of clothing, in terms of, of, of feeling like they belong in the world of sports, no matter who they are, um, you know, being part of this amazing community. And that, that's something that's really important to me. So I'm, I'm really happy to be aligned with that. Um, and uh, I'm just so, so excited because, you know, I know maybe not, we're not supposed to be talking about the line right now, but like it is incredible. <laughs> it fits, it looks good, I look good, okay? Um, and all of us sitting in this room um, have gotten to try on these amazing clothes and you know, it's, it's just a really exciting thing. All right, let's swing it over to Miss Jill Angie. Hey, Jill Angie here from the Not Your Average Runner podcast and it feels kind of weird to be on someone else's microphone for a change. Um, so I just, I want to echo what Katie and Myrna said for sure. Um, but also, can I just say the reason I love Skirt so much and why I'm so excited to just be part of the family and part of this upcoming launch is when I first heard that there was such a thing as a skirt that you could run in, I, like I've always liked to dress up and just kind of have fun with fashion. And the fact that like suddenly I could do that with my running gear and that it would come in sizes that would fit me it's like kind of the best thing ever so like I just feel like skirt sort of gets that whimsical like some women just like to express themselves through what they put on their bodies and I think that it just leads back to the inclusion and just the empowerment and then also kind of getting to do it in a fun way at the same time so I'm a fan Hey, I love anyone who understands the power of the skirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zabo, you're up, rock star. Thanks for having me on today, Nicole. I'm a virgin on the podcast, but hopefully we'll get uh, used time and time again. Um, this is Jen Zabo, the real life rock star. You want to become a podcast slut? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Um. I am stoked 
almost speechless behind uh, this line because I'm very excited for it. Uh, I've known you, Nicole, for quite some time. And I remember like one of the first conversations we had, I said to you, you train to win Ironmans and I train to fit into skirts. And that was a very powerful time in my life. I wasn't an Ironman yet. I was just beginning my fitness journey. And it wasn't necessarily uh, an ex- inclusive um, opportunity to find clothes that fit me at that size or um, when I began my journey. And uh, I had my first pair of running shorts were from JC Penny, and they were three grande. And grande. Not, grande. A, not a good word on the tag. No, it's great for a drink. <laughs> but not so much <laughs> for over your ass. <laughs> and uh, I, I didn't, already feeling awkward to get out the door and then to pull on my three grandes and to get out the door felt very awkward and hard. And um, I didn't feel like there was a place for me and I didn't feel like I belonged there. And I said that several times. Um, years have changed and I've progressed in my athletic adventure and increased in the number of sports I do or activities that I participate in. Um, And I felt like I've found a sense of belonging with skirt sports. Um, And that's with uh, the regular line. But now I really feel that the line itself helps women break some of those intimidating barriers or the shit we create in our head, the bullshit talk that we have and having a line an an inclusive line having something that feels good on us that makes us feel pretty whether it's because the material is soft and sheer uh silky and um doesn't bind between my legs and moves with the way that my body chooses to move uh if that helps women get out the door um of all body types, but the 1X, 3X, 1X, 2, 3X line, if that helps us get out the door to find our fitness, then I'm all over it. All right, Zabo. So you have officially popped your podcast, Cherry, and you said shit on air. So that's way official, like beyond official. Um, Well said, all of you. Immaculate work. So we sit here and, and you can hear listening that we are a group of women who have probably been through stuff have come out the other side and we love ourselves and I think you can hear that in the power of our voices but not everybody listening is in that place some of you are going through things some of you are facing barriers some of you are fighting that negative talk in your heads so I'm going to start with uh, Jill because uh, Jill and Myrna they they headlined a talk at Skirt Sports last night and and I got some really good content from it. <laughs> so I'm going to start with Jill. And I want to I want to talk about flaws. I want to talk about what is a flaw. And how do you reframe what you may consider something about yourself that you see as a flaw? That's a passion project of mine, <laughs> as you know. Um, I One of my missions in this world is to help women stop believing that they need to learn to love their body despite their flaws or to embrace their flaws and to make that shift so that people no longer look at 
the size of their body or you know stretch marks or wrinkles or whatever society says is something that makes you less attractive I want people to just look at those things as like oh those are just characteristics on my body none of it is an actual flaw because when we think about a characteristic of our body as a flaw like that implies that it's wrong and then it needs to be fixed and then if it's not fixed that somehow we're not as good as somebody else and i think like that belief system that we carry through our society like it's endemic to to we're taught that from the time we're little that we need to get rid of our flaws and so i think that we don't need to learn to love ourselves despite our flaws we need to just stop looking at any part of our body as flawed at all and a flaw is just a thought that we have in our mind it's just it's an opinion and what somebody thinks is a flaw somebody else might think is a great characteristic and so it's just all it's all just made up delusion (laughs) it's so interesting i um i've often wondered if someone told you that poo smelled like actual roses then like would you actually think poo smelled good because roses smell good and in your head then it's related to that it, i mean it's so true because it <laughs> it is all about our thoughts right yeah. and like we get to choose what we want to believe <laughs> oh my god so right. there you go that's a very interesting analogy right, <laughs> i was just gonna say that my poo smells like roses so we I all know, know what that you're talking about. <laughs> okay hashtag facts <laughs> All right, well, this is a perfect time to switch to um, Myrna because I actually want to talk about assholes. This was discussed <laughs> in depth last night. <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> so, Myrna, you've got a certain take on uh, what it means to be an asshole. Let's talk about okay, it. Okay, well, you know, <laughs> to put that into to some context... <laughs> Uh, so last night I did talk about um, the work that I that I do as a diversity practitioner and and you know in short I see my work as training people how not to be assholes and what I mean by that <laughs> is uh, so so I train people to be able to relate with other people relate to other people react to interact with other people with a sense of compassion love understanding um, and all of this will enhance our communication enhance our ability to live together uh, enhance our ability to love each other as human beings in whatever body whatever in whatever place uh, with whatever language with whatever skin color we happen to have um, you know however however much money we happen to make or or have access to all of those things are implicit in 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 sort of who we are and how we how we are in the world and so and so what I do is you know I talk about this stuff but I also try to role model it in everything that I do um, you know whether it's being open to someone of a different socioeconomic status perhaps or someone who is from somewhere different than I am from or who speaks a different language um, it's really really important that we remain open and that we um, even if we don't agree with people even if we have vastly different lives um, we can still live together we can still exist together we can still understand each other and still appreciate our, ourselves and and be ourselves and, and and do what we do um but also appreciate the fact that other people have different experiences um and because that that will make it easier to communicate and to live together 
I love this. And I'm feeling like there's also a thread we need to hit on, which is we can learn to, you know, not be assholes to each other, but the person who really matters is ourselves. So maybe Rockstar wants to talk a little bit about learning not to be an asshole to yourself. Gosh, that's a really sensitive uh, but super intimate topic for me uh, because I think I am the biggest ass to myself. Uh, I think I do treat myself a lot more poorly than I would uh, somebody else. I believe in kindness and I believe in showing love and kindness. Uh, and I kind of don't do that to myself. I beat myself up for mistakes, past mistakes, things I've learned from. Uh, I beat myself up for things that are out of my control. And I beat myself up, up for things that haven't even happened yet. But I think that they're going to. So I create that. Um, uh, and I, I'm not saying that I uh, abuse myself in the sense of physical abuse. Uh, but I definitely never put myself first and never put uh, positive thoughts of myself first as a priority. Okay. So we all know like that's screwed up and Zabo needs to start putting herself first. Which is, you know, that's the deep work that I've been looking for and where the Be Your Inner Rockstar came from. Um, it's not being that person on stage shining the light on yourself and not shining your light on everyone else that we tend to do. All right. Well, let's, um, let me pass it over to Katie because my sense from Katie is that she has gone through some of this and learned to put herself first. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have realized that if I don't put myself first, I'm not the best that I can be. I'm not the best mama, the best teacher, the best wife, the best anything. I have to I have to take time to do self-care, whether that's taking 30 minutes and going for a walk around the block solo, going, getting a pedicure Friday night, which I did and it was amazing. Uh, reading a book uh, after I put my son to bed, you know, just taking those small moments that I can for self-care to take care of yourself so that you aren't being an asshole to yourself. Full disclosure, I uh, I waxed for this. <laughs> I think we all did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, well, this is great. I mean, awesome conversation. So now we'll move into waxing. Just kidding. Um, I mean, we could anytime because this is a, actually, this is a good topic. This is a, a really freaking painful thing that women do. Why? Why did we wax? I had never done it before until earlier in the summer. And oh my God, ladies, I feel really pretty today. <laughs> I was going to say, I am, I am not trying to look like a hairy beast on camera. Because um, otherwise, I don't really care. But I do like to have a certain patina, <laughs> if that's the right word, <laughs> when I am on camera. And so therefore, I had my face waxed, not the other area. Well... 
It's crazy. You know, I tried to have a Brazilian wax once. It was like <laughs> 15 years ago and and my feet sweat a lot and I was laying on the table and there was literally like a pool of sweat on my, where my feet are and the woman was like, I just don't know if this is going to work for you. I would recommend not getting Brazilians in the future. Just invest in a good razor. <laughs> it's way too uncomfortable. But the point is, you know, we all do things to make ourselves feel good, right? So this is a good thread. We want it, we want to do those things to make ourselves feel good, to give ourselves confidence, to inspire self-love. But can changing our bodies or doing things like winning races or achieving goals really make us happier? Does that really make you happier, Zabo? I'm glad you asked this. Uh, I'm in a unique situation that I have a very, very dear friend who uh, works in the plastic surgery industry. And on several occasions, we've had discussions because I asked this person, tell me about the theory of fat. Tell me about fat. I want to know the science behind it. What is it? Where does it come from? How do I get rid of it? How many sit-ups do I have to do to have this flat stomach? And we talked for a little while, and we talked about Alex, um, and he did a very good job because I think his undergrad is in psychology. Um, and we talked for a little while, and he very did a very good job of deflecting it off of me and saying, you know, for instance, so-and-so was pregnant with twins, and her body expanded, and is it de-expanded, expanded and contracted, um, however your body goes, and um, and uh, uh, it it and it stretches, and you're born with so many fat cells. I'm totally paraphrasing because I'm not in the medical industry, but you're born with so many fat cells. And what I can do for you for plastic surgery is I can help remove some of those fat cells. Now those fat cells that you are left with, say you're born with a hundred, for lack of better mathematics um, and I take 80 from you then you're gonna have 20 those 20 fat cells can expand and then contract and expand and contract and eventually they're gonna become a little bit looser and things like that and that's what you face um, at the end of those that conversation and a couple years later another conversation about the same topic each time he's offered you know anytime you want to come in we can do some work and I'm like this is great is that my magic pill is that my easy button? Am I? That's so awesome. Yeah, let's do it next week. Like it's going to be nothing. Uh, never mind the fact that I hate pain and recovery time and all that stuff. But then I sat and I really sat on that because it sounds like an amazing offer. Sure, you're going to remove my hips. That'd be great. You're going to help me flatten my stomach. That's awesome. Thank you for that easy pill. Thank you for that button. And what I realized is that I'm going to find something else. I'm going to look in the mirror and I'm going to say, is that really going to change the way I feel about myself or is it just going to move on to something else I, that I don't like about myself? And then I have to create space around that and focus on that. And, and, and that's when I realized in this journey to find my inner rock star and accept and appreciate who I am and what my body is, is that that's probably not the right answer for me. I'm not saying it's not the right answer for other people, but that's not the right answer for me because I know that my mind will work that way. And if my hips, quote unquote, get removed, which would be a lot of removing, so it might be, <laughs> might be a few sessions. If XYZ were to happen uh, surgically, would I move that focus 
onto something else? And is that really going to change who I am every morning and how I show up and who I see in the mirror every single morning? Really, any change you make, you're still going to be the same person. A um, couple weeks ago, I, on a whim, decided, you know what? I'm going to cut five inches off of my hair. I've been growing it out, growing it out, growing it out, and I feel fabulous. I feel sassy. I feel great. But in the end, I'm still the same person, even though I changed my appearance slightly. It doesn't mean I'm better than anybody else. It doesn't mean that anything, it, I'm still the same person, even though there was that slight change. I feel to a degree, yes, that changing yourself sometimes can be for the better like with a haircut but not going and getting plastic surgery and doing these crazy crazy things that are the the easy fix or the easy button like from staples um i don't you're still the same person no matter what you choose to change um and it's really up to you what you feel you can live with and what you feel you cannot if you don't do the inner work for me if i don't do the inner work the outer work, no matter how much the outer work, outer gets worked on, I'm still the same person on the inside. I've got to do the inner work. And it's not an overnight process. It's, you know, it's a very, very long process. And you want it to stay and you want it to stick. And that's why the process takes so long. Well said. So in other words, you got to learn to find your happiness within yourself. You're not going to find your happiness through trying to change something about yourself. And if you do, it might be short term, like a haircut. I love that. I mean, yeah, haircuts make us happy. Zabo throws a little pink or purple in there every once in a while. Man, gives you a little zip. But that's not where your true happiness comes from. I like it. Well, let's let's roll into a little more discussion about this collection that skirt sports is launching because part of doing this podcast is we want to draw awareness to the fact that we're trying to remove a barrier for women and we're trying to help women find liberation and be able to tackle some of these cool things that we want to do to help us love ourselves even more and reach our potential right so first of all let's talk about how we named it all right, we had extensive conversations upon uh, based on what should we call this collection. A lot of companies call it plus sizing when they do products that fit in the 1X, 2X, 3X, and beyond sizes. Um, other companies call it extended sizing. Then you can do a Google search and you're like curvy sizing, Athena sizing. There's all these different titles that companies give to a collection like this. So I called up my friend Myrna Valerio, the motivator. And I, I asked her opinion, and I'm going to pass it to Myrna to share our discussion and what we finally landed on. Sure. Hey, what's up again? Um, <laughs> all right. So, you know, in the, in the field that I, uh, that I worked in, in, in diversity and uh, equity and inclusion, um, the, the current trend, and it's a really, really great trend, is to use people first description descriptions and so and so I thought it was really important that we didn't say the curvy collection or the the extended sizes collection because you know that kind of leads your mind to a different place um, <laughs> to <laughs> um, to a place that's that's just different from the norm and 
guess what? We are the norm. People that wear sizes 1X to 3X are the norm in the United States. 67 to 69% of American women or women who reside in the United States are a size 18 and above. And so... Uh, and that's who we are. So that, you know, 67% is two thirds of the population. That's that's of, of women. That is a lot of women. So that is the norm. So uh, I think it was important for us to name the collection um, and to describe the collection with just the description of who the people are that wear it. So it is a people first description, people, women who wear sizes 1x to 3x and so you know so there's no question of who we serve uh there's no question of who the women are that are wearing the the beautiful clothes that are in the collection um and it's you know it's not stigmatizing and it's just a straight description of the size 1x to 3x you know, it doesn't label us as curvy, although some of us are curvy, but some of us aren't curvy. It doesn't label us as plus size because that, you know, although that is what the, 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 the industry standard is to say plus sizes, it also stigmatizes us, you know, um, plus what? <laughs> if we are the norm, there's plus nothing. <laughs> it's just the, the fucking norm. Sorry. I'm getting a little heated here. Now, this um, is an explicit <laughs> podcast. Thank Every you. Every time I'm on. <laughs> totally. Well, didn't you drop the, the S-bomb first? Yeah. No, Zabo <laughs> did okay, it. Zabo did it. Okay. All right. All right. And, you know, so, like, I think it's really important. Um, again, you know, I, I like to use the word revolutionary because, you know, it is revolutionary in that it does not stigmatize people who wear sizes 1X and up. Yep. Absolutely. And I remember when I asked you, your first thought was, well, do we have to call it anything? Just put the freaking sizes on the site. And I said, well, I guess we don't and we could just put them up, but people may not know we make them. And so th we had to make just a little bit of distinction. But the point is, there is no difference. Although maybe there is because <laughs> let me back up. So I'm a little bit like kind of contradicting myself. But when we started this new collection, we asked a lot of women, started a focus group, had people over at Skirt Sports, talked to Myrna, and we said, what do you want? Not only from a style perspective, from a features perspective, like what is your wish list? And what we decided to do was to create three separate styles that did not exist in our lines so that they would be special. So it is... It's the same in that it's the same company, the same message, the same commitment to women, um, same colors, same prints, same fabrics, but they're three different styles that fit your bodies in a more special way. And so, and when you, when you say special, Nicole, um, it doesn't mean special in a negative way. It means special in, um, in terms of serving a community that has traditionally been underserved. And so when you are, when you're confronted with that, you have to do something different um, because it hasn't been done yet. Um, or if it has been done, it hasn't been done enough. And so, um, so it does sound contradictory, but it actually isn't. You know, it's just like when you, you know, when you have a focus group of people who wear sizes 1X and up, um, it hadn't happened before and it needs to happen. So, so it is special. It is, you know, it is different. It is different than the norm, but the fact that you're doing it will help it to become the norm. 
the research that um, I feel that you've done, this is Zabo again, uh, the research that you've done in this line, uh, I feel is so much different than anything uh, in the outdoor industry. And I'll just call out the outdoor industry because so oftentimes two things uh, for women, it's either ink it and pink it, meaning let's print it. Let's make it the same as all of our other line, but we'll make it pink and that'll uh, adhere to our feminine or female uh, demographic. Or uh, we'll just use the same uh, model, so to speak, and then grade it, make it larger, make it bigger. But that's not what this line does. This line doesn't take your extra small and just make it a grande. This line really looked at measuring, talking to women about their bodies, talking to women who have these bodies, who have certain uniquenesses, uh, chafing uh, under the armpits, chafing between the legs, um, things that some researchers in the industry don't face or don't have models that they face that with. Um, so the, the research, this really came from the heart of soul of the people who will wear this and not from a marketing round table. Preach on it. Oh, yeah. Amen, <laughs> rock star. I started laughing because I had another ambassador on not too long ago. She actually came on an episode with Myrna. Her name's LaToya. And she talked about butt cheek chafing and labia chafing as well. So there are lots of areas that we women can chafe. Just being a virgin, I didn't want to bring up the labia (laughs) on the show. But I guess since my cherries popped, it's a real thing. It really is. And, you know, we didn't really make the products with that in mind, but hopefully they'll eliminate, you know, chafing everywhere, right? <laughs> All right, ladies. So let's, um, we're, we've been running along for over a half hour. I think let's do some final wrap ups. Let's do like a uh, uh, best of the photo shoot, best of the product line. Like, what are you excited about when this thing launches? I think I'm going to sleep in the capris. I've actually rolled them up and tucked them into my uh, bag, and I'm going to keep them and not give them back. Um, The capris, I have an ass. I'm nothing short of that. Uh, And I just like the way that they fit. They felt great. The material. um, uh, I actually saw a picture. We went to the grocery store uh, and did some fun shoot. Totally (laughs) off the cuff. (laughs) <laughs> shoots and I actually looked at those just now and was like wait you were shooting at the grocery store while we were working here <laughs> yes <laughs> it was quote unquote the lifestyle version of the ad milk jugs <laughs> yep <laughs> I wanted to see how my jugs looked in my new pants <laughs> um, but I actually looked at that and for the first time in a really long time I went I really like the way I look in those pants. And I haven't said that in a very long time. Oh my goodness. This line, I, I'm, can I just say that I'm excited about everything and the material and how it feels and how it feels on my thighs and my legs and just everything. I, I, I felt beautiful in it. I felt comfortable. I felt like I could tackle anything whether it was wear it to work wear it at home go to the go to the grocery store and lift some milk jugs or some whipped cream cans like we did um (laughs) don't forget uh, about the melons (laughs) 
or the grapefruits. Or the grapefruits. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but just how it made me feel it made me feel like I was unstoppable I did not want to take it off and I may secretly want to take some product and roll it up in my bag and take it home too might follow suit so literally follow suit <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so and the last I guess two, through two or three years I've done nearly all of my training and uh, all of my events in skirt sports and I have felt awesome and athletic and beautiful and amazing in those clothes and, but this collection is just the next level up um, they do fit better they um, the attention to detail is, is fantastic um, you know and I just love like really I just love the way the pants make my ass look um, I mean, I thought it looked great before, but it just like, it just encapsulates everything and just like, you know, nice. And, <laughs> and, um, but you know, like on a more serious note of like, I just, you know, I just feel more badass because, you know, I don't worry about, I don't have to worry. I'm like, I, I like literally don't have to worry, uh, about how I look because I know I'm going to look awesome. I know that the 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 fabric is technical and it's you know it is a performance grade fabric it's not athleisure although I can wear these things anywhere and look amazing um, but you know I know that when I'm you know I'm running in the mountains you know in the Colorado Rockies that that the fabric's not gonna fail on me it's gonna fit it's not gonna chafe out it's not gonna you know it's not gonna rub out uh, I'm not gonna chafe I'm not gonna you know have to keep pulling my pants up um, and that's really really important in terms of um, you know we, we talked about barriers before but that is a huge barrier like you know there are lots of people who won't go out and run because their pants keep falling down or they, they roll up or or the shirts roll up and none of that happens and so so the, it's it's really really exciting to to be able to be part of this it is such an honor for me to to be sitting here with all of you powerful, amazing, strong, talented, confident women. And so I'm going to wrap this with our final nugget. I'm doing it. I don't know if I've ever done a nugget. I'm making it up right now. If you can be just one small part of helping another woman gain the confidence, the strength, the courage, and ultimately the happiness she needs to move her life forward in a bigger and better way, then it is worth the effort, the time, the energy, the heartache, whatever it is you have to put into it. Because when we bring a group of talented, strong women out into this world, the world is a better place. I never get to do final nuggets. I hope you like that one. I totally made it up on the spot, but I actually think it was really awesome and relevant. Just felt so easy and natural. Um, this entire process has been about encouraging, motivating, and inspiring other women to get out there and tap into what makes them special, to give them the tools to let their golden lights shine in this world. And when I say process, I really mean the process of creating skirt sports from the beginning. You know, this new collection is just another extension of that ability to let ourselves shine. So I believe that when we look at our actions as part of a greater whole, it just it gives us more purpose. 
And I think that's one thing I loved about this episode. I had some questions and some prompts, but it really wasn't one person sitting around lecturing or talking about her power. Not that my other episodes are. They're all great conversations, but this one was a group of women supporting each other to achieve greater self-love and therefore greater power and to bring ourselves just into greater openness in this world. I won't keep you any longer. I'm sure you're dying to get out there and use that code RUN20 to nab some of our new collection or anything in our line at skirtsports.com or at our Boulder store. But I want to tell you, we also have a launch party for this new collection on February 12th at our store. Um, it's featuring the Mernivator. She'll be here. And our models. I think they're all coming, or most of them, the ones that live here. So head over to the Skirt Sports Facebook page. Um, check out that event for details. It's like $5. You know, we need a little accountability for you to get up there. We'll have food, drinks, and all that fun stuff, and you'll get a discount that night. Yippee. Um, or check out the link in the show notes. So head over to NicoleDeBoom.com or SkirtSports.com, and there'll be a link in the show notes. I want to make sure you know about it so you can come out and celebrate with us in person because while this podcast connects us audibly, there is still something even more special when we can stand around and look at each other while we chat. So let me end this by saying, I love what I do. I hope you do too. All right then, you know what time it is. It's time to get out there and run this world. Have a great workout and I'll see you next week.